Sports Guy David here from the Fancy Sports Cave with my co-host Lucas Reyes. This is the Charged Up Charger podcast, and I am Sad Boy 3000. The Chargers, man, I'm getting heartbroken by all these chicks, man. Now they're just breaking my heart. So I'm getting my heart broken two times. How you doing, Lucas, man? You can't be doing good. Nah, man. I was right there with you at the watch party, and I had my heart broken so many times throughout this game it felt like each time that there was an interception my heart was just ripped out of my chest and then just on the last drive too it was ripped out for the final time it's a devastating loss to say the least yes and thank you for bringing that up i had a successful watch party thank you for everyone who came out jeremy um from uh, another charger podcast thank you for showing up a lot of people showed up and it was a lot of fun and i'll be doing them every away game for the rest of the season um i'm real excited for that um, good pizza too. Oh man, if you love pizza, you gotta go there. Wings. I I beat it up with the wings. Very awesome. Back to what you're saying. Yes, each interception was devastating. There's one you really can't blame them. Uh, it was kind of a tipped pass, fumble, strip sack, almost, and led into the hands of the lineman. That one, I was just like, okay, you know, what can you do there? He's right person, right time, you know. Right. But let's let's talk about the things you did like. What are some things you did like from the game? Um, well, we got to go to the first opening drive. It was a solid drive. It was nine plays, 68 yards, and it took five minutes and 29 seconds off the clock. You, you come away with a field goal, and you think that you could move the, move the ball effectively on this Chiefs team. And that's what the Chargers really did, especially in the first half. They outgained the Chiefs by a whole lot of yards, and you would have thought that they were winning the game, but they were losing. And the defense especially, I loved how they they really held the Chiefs um, in check in the first quarter is a punt and an interception that stopped the Chiefs. And in the second quarter, a punt, a touchdown, and a field goal they give up. I mean, that's not that bad for this, um, I guess, this Chiefs offense that can, can, that can score at any time. But um, you, you would like to see those long drives the Chargers have end with actual touchdowns and see them like to take advantage of the interception they had on Mahomes because he doesn't throw a lot of them. And then Phillip Rivers is... And it just gives it right back with the interception. We can talk about that first quarter. Yeah, the first quarter, um, Tyreek Hill was out. Um, that dude, I say it every time I talk about him, dude's too fast for himself. He pulls a groin, a hamstring. He was out for the rest of the game. So I was like, all right, their big target's gone. You still got you got four guys on that offense, including Tyreek Hill, that ran for a fast, faster than a 4.446. All those dudes ran faster than that. Um, you got um, – uh, Hardman, you got Sammy Watkins, you got Tyreek Hill, you got all these guys that are fast. So that I think that's what's their killer. But in the first half, you didn't see none of that. They only, there were only two drives, and um, one was interception. And Rashawn Jenkins, man, he, I remember you said it. I think you're the one who said it. He, he covered so much ground. Yeah. On that interception, it was in the air forever. Oh, I hate those long balls. But he did come up with one. We don't get the PC HUD deal, so I'm even more pissed. But I like what we uh, we seen Melvin Gordon bursting through the line. That's one one thing I did like Melvin Gordon bursting in instead of stutter stepping. I seen a lot of him bursting through the line and breaking tackles. Dude, there's a lot of hard hits. I don't know if the cameras and the audio was on point, but man, there was a lot of big hits in this game. Oh yeah, there was. Rayshon had a few of those. He he looked like he was flying everywhere, and he was really pumped up on um, defensively on the defensive side of the ball. But. On offense, you got to be really disappointed, especially with how many times that it, it, there was something. It was either Rivers getting hit, um, there'd be a drop pass by Melvin Gordon, uh, just missing throws, 
the I mean the decision making, the interceptions, it was it was really costly. That really costed the Chargers again two weeks in a row. It's it all comes down to the offensive coordinator Shane Steichen because he doesn't have the right plays drawn up. They they're they're not practicing enough, I guess, in the red zone. Because the red zone situation, especially when they get past the fifty, it's just it's just bad. Their offense just falls apart. They don't have a set of plays they don't feel comfortable running and they just don't look good at all. And you could tell that they're not gonna punch it. I mean, there was a there was a situation on the goal line where they didn't even run the ball one time. Four three straight passes and then you get a field goal out of it. I mean, with the way that the Chiefs have been giving up big runs recently, they need they should have ran the ball more. And I think Melvin Gordon was just taken out of the game due to the interceptions. And that that, that was one thing that was super disappointing to see because Philip has been turning the ball over a lot lately, and to to negate that, you would like to see Melvin Gordon running the ball, but he barely had a, any opportunity to shine this game. Yeah, and the, he did take advantage of the opportunities he did have. Austin Eckler on the ground and through the air also did not too much on the ground, but through the air was a firecracker. You know, we like him. He he he's like a sponge. You know, he gets a hit and then he just keeps on going. So that's why I really like to see a lot more of that. And going back to um, the offensive coordinator. I just don't think this experience is there. I don't really know his uh, his credentials, his resume, <laughs> but it seems like every time it's a game-winning drive or a clutch drive, there's always a big plat- pass play in the first two plays or even the third play, and what really costs us. Luckily, Mike Williams made a fucking tremendous goddamn catch. I that, that shit was insane. But we've seen last week, the week before, every week it, it always comes down to the last drive. And the offensive coordinator is calling these big bomb plays. Like if it was me and Madden, I will be, I will be, you know, trying to gain yards here and there. But it looks like they're going further every time, <laughs> and um, I think that's one of the big killers as well. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think that um, they they just get away from their game plan way too much. I mean, this couldn't have been the game plan wanting Rivers to throw the ball fifty two times and all oh, rushing the ball nineteen times. times. I mean, Melvin Gordon went, was 14 carries for 69 yards, averaging 4.9. Austin Eckler, 5 carries for 24 yards, averaging 4.8. Rivers, he, he went 28 for 52. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, for a touchdown and, an inter, and four interceptions. It, it was tough all around. There, there, there's no way that that was the right way to approach this Chiefs team, who I was saying it all leading up through the week, that they've been getting burnt on the ground. You see what... Derrick Henry did last week, and you think that Austin, or Melvin Gordon would be able to do that, especially with how he's been running lately. But no, it, it, the the interceptions were just too much. the The team is super disappointing to see that the team actually get defensive stops, force three and outs on a top offense, and not be able to play and take advantage of it. Yeah, and and two of those um stops coming in in the fourth quarter, at two three times, I was like, all right, we're back in it, we're back in it. And, you know, interception, turnover, punt, and it just kills us inside. And what, what, what it really is, is we're beating ourselves. It's no, no, it's no, no November. We can't beat ourselves, okay, guys? <laughs> and that's what we're doing. Penalties, miscues. Um, Desmond King almost from the two balls. Uh, what are you doing, right. man? Just let that shit go like Frozen, man. Let that shit go. Elsa said it, and you got to take her advice, man. You got to let that shit go sometimes. And we're getting good bounces. The ones that did, he did let go, got bounced back into um out of our uh, own territory so i you know maybe you should let it go not giving them too much i don't want to go too hard on him but uh i just think that the play calling i think is a big killer we did in the first drive we've seen a bunch of quick passes 
Um, and we're driving, right. and we were driving as just we gotta finish. And I don't know if they need to practice more in the red zone. I don't know if they got to. Um, I don't know what they got to do, but they got to do something. And um, well, you were right about those quick passes because they were working early, and that's how that's where most of the yards came early in the game for the for the offense. And that was a good adjustment made because this offensive line is not good at all. But when you get behind and you need those big shot plays to really inspire. I mean, I don't know why they they really were desperate for it. You get you get away from your game plan so much that that's why the interceptions happen. The teams know you're desperate for a big play, but w- go back to those quick passes, like you said, because it takes away the the pressure factor from Rivers because this offensive line. I mean, I, to see Trent Scott and Pipkins get beat literally one second into the play is is ridiculous, and it's annoying but now we have to look forward to the future because essentially this season is lost there's no way that this team was going to sneak in at nine and seven it's it's and super unlikely and would you even want to see this team in the playoffs i mean really I, I mean this is an honest question um at this point i think this was our season i know these last three games we said that this is our season but i think this one is was the season that last play was was definitely the season it was an interception thrown um, underthrown. He was getting pressured. <clears throat> Beaten on the left side, Trey Pickens, um, I believe, fourth, fifth-round draft pick. Just, uh, I, th- I, didn't, I don't think we invested too much in the offensive line, which we wish we should have. Um, but speaking of draft, I think we need to not tank. I think we should play as hard as we can. But um, I don't think, uh, you know, be too optimistic about the future. Um, maybe a good draft position. That's, that's what I'm looking forward to. mid 15 to 20, um, there's some really um, some really nice prospects that the Chargers are in dire need of. And I think they should address – I know we could talk about this later, but I think they should address offensive line at least three of the seven rounds. So we, I, I do agree um, on that especially. I, I wouldn't mind going first and second round back-to-back offensive linemen. I mean, you cannot win with this offensive line that you currently have. It's, it's, this is not a Super Bowl championship offensive line. There, there's no way. Um, I don't care who you have in the backfield. It could be the greatest back of all time, the greatest skill positions. It's not going to work. Um, but now I, I would like to say, or I would like to ask you, um, what do you think about Phillip Rivers? Because half of those interceptions, I think, could be attributed to the to the offensive line, and another half could just be on him. Like, what do you think? These last two games, I believe he threw seven interceptions the last two games. Yeah, there is times where he's thrown double digit interceptions before due to the offensive line. But the Raider, the Raider game, uh, those were on him. This one, uh, he almost got picked five times. Uh, The Honey Badger dropped a wide open interception, Um, but he also got one earlier. Great read. Um, Just just a bad. I don't think he's seen Phillip Rivers. Or I don't think he. I don't think that, that, seen. we'll give credit. We'll give credit yeah. to Honey Badger on that one. The, the, the first one was uh, tipped. The second one was that one. The third one was uh, who was the third one by? Man, there's so much interceptions in this count of who. Yeah, it, it's hard to keep track. Let me uh pull up the third interception. Uh, it's gonna come in the fourth quarter, and it, it was one of the times when the defense got gets uh, Kansas City off the field. And it was just an interception deep for Andre Patton uh, down in the Oh, yeah, KZ and he ripped it. Yeah, he ripped it out of his hands. That one was a little underthrown. 
the receiver did put his hand in it. It looked like he was going to rip it. It was essentially a punt, really. It looked like a 50-50 Because it was ball. third down anyway. Yeah, it was third down. Yeah. It, it looked like a 50-50 ball. They both had their hands on it, but the, the, the corner did rip it out of his hands. Um, Andre Penn was, you know, falling down behind. You really couldn't blame him for that one. It was a little underthrown. The last interception definitely has to be on a little bit. Well, actually, it's 50-50 on offensive line because he was getting rushed from the left side all day by Jones. All fucking day, Trey Pickens was getting just picked on. And underthrown to the smallest guy on the team. I know Austin Eckler done it before, but I don't think Phillip Rivers anticipated that guy to turn around so quick. And um, <clears throat> Well, I want to break down my point of view because the first interception obviously was the sack. And I don't think you could really blame. Yeah, uh, that was just the right person, right time. Yeah, that's be- because yeah, exactly. It, it, there seems to be a play where it just goes wrong, and it's just out of the out of his hands at that point. Uh, the second one where Honey Badger played made a great one. I, maybe Keenan Allen was fading a little too upfield and wasn't running flat. I don't know. I have to go back and watch the film, but nonetheless, it, it, it was just a matter of a player making a great play. And Honey Badger is a smart guy. This then the last two were just the killer ones because you get the ball back so many times late in the game and you don't get that many chances against the Chiefs a good a good offense and you can't even you can't even cross the fifty on two of the two of the late possessions and then the last one was going into score and that was just brutal seeing that one I, I've seen Philip make that throw before over the linebacker's shoulder but that one it, the left side was getting pressured so. Bad. He had to let it go. He had to let that shit go. I think he maybe not maybe took the sack because the time was running out. Twenty four seconds on the clock, I believe. If he would have put more power, I think I think he would have. That would have been a touchdown. At least at least throw it over the top and fade it out of bounds. It'll be incomplete. But I mean, you just you just see Philip Rivers' reaction, and 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 that's just everyone's reaction. That's seeing the season slip away like that. It's been a tough one uh, for Charger fans to watch. And now with losing this game, I'm not even sure if we'll get to see Derwin James at all this year or even Adrian Phillips. I wouldn't start them. Uh, they're, they're two young guys that that they're coming off serious injuries. There's no need to put them in there. Might as well just get them healthy for next year. I think what they should do is some sign some uh, undraft. I think what the Chargers need to do is listen to the people, man. Um uh, what's that one dude that um, always pops up on my TL? That he was a Charger. He had a pick six against the 49ers. What the hell's his name? Uh, Trevon Reed. Trevon Reed. I mean, he, his highlight tape is not bad. He was a Charger. We need a corner. He will play for the minimum. I think we should sign some really talented young players. And uh, maybe not sit the starters, but I think Duran James and a- a- AP should, uh, um, Adrian Phillips, should uh, definitely get rest. But, like, we should sign some more players and try to try to try different things. Fuck it, we're four, we're four and seven. Fuck it, let's try some different things, especially on offense. I, I think it's the same. It's like a replay. It's deja vu. Third and try yeah. some new I, things. I think they should uh, maybe mix it up and get ready for next year. That's what I think. Yeah, should do. I, I would mix it up with the personnel because you know you don't know if you'll find another diamond in the rough, especially on that O line like Kessenberry. Kessenberry looks like he could just take over um, immediately. For Mike Pouncey, I'm not sure if Mike Pouncey his contract is up. I believe it was a two year only. Yeah. Um. So, I think you, there's your center right there. He's already fine. Um. Next year, assuming Okun comes back and he's healthy, that's your offense stabilized right there. Get another right tackle and a guard. That should fix a lot of the problems on that line. And really, everything could be attributed to this line. Every single loss this year, I don't think that the line has been an. Ex- 
has hasn't been the excuse. Well, I think what they should do, just to piggyback a little bit, they should definitely make some big moves this offseason. Chargers are not known for making big moves, signees, um, trades. I think, like I said, I, mean, they, I think they need to break that dialogue and, and um, break that tradition. And they got it. These teams, you see what the Browns did to get OBJ. Maybe he's not planning on what they thought they were, but that dude has the talent there. You know, he's OBJ. They traded an offensive lineman and a, a, a safety and a first-round draft pick. I mean, they're – they they made a move, you know? And I think the Chargers right. definitely need to make a move. I don't know who trade candidates they are, but sometimes you gotta trade a good player to get another one that you need. Um I don't know. I don't I don't see any trade like I don't see any trade destinations for any of the players, but I definitely think we should do a big free free agent signee. Uh, offensive tackle, definitely. We got we gotta invest in that. Well, we'll see. I mean, when the trades open up again and teams are allowed to trade, we'll see if the Chargers make a push for Trent Williams who Really was just screwed over by the Redskins this year, and um, we just we just need a trade because one one thing that that has helped a lot of teams there's it's all about schemes and who's who's ready to fit in. Take a look at I always say Amari Cooper last year, and then this year the biggest trade has been Marcus Peters. It's he he has been getting kind of burnt uh, as a Ram. He was getting a lot. Burnt. It's all about. Yeah, well, a little toasty over there. Yeah. But uh, it's all about schemes. He comes to a scheme that fits him perfectly in Baltimore, and that defense is a top defense in the league, stopping super high-powered offenses. Hopefully, th- there just needs to be a polarizing trade like that in the Chargers because that's what winning teams do, that they find the biggest holes and they find good value in other players. And they say this is going to work exactly. We need a we need that blockbuster type of trade that will that will really push this team over the over the hump and keep them in that that level of with level of play with other contenders. Do you see a player like that um, that doesn't fit a certain scheme with a, a team but could fit our scheme? Do you see a player like that? Maybe like a Jamal Adams. You think a Jamal Adams will? Uh, um, I know he's a big name, and we would probably change a lot for him. But Duran James, Jamal Adams, or Jay, uh, or I was gonna say Jalen Ramsey, but he got traded. Um, do you see any other players? I was just giving you an example. Do you see any other players that could fit right. the scheme of the Chargers that don't fit the current scheme they're in? Man, well, you have to just take a look because I, I I'm just spewing off the top of my head yeah. here. Um, because I, I'm really just focused on the offensive line. I'm not sure if they would trade for another skill player. Because it, you you still have to take a look at Nasir Adderley. They're, they're oh, yeah, I totally forgot topic. about him. Yeah, who's not even – who hasn't really been given a chance to, to really play at all this year. Um, but there might be another another guy out there. You, who knows? Because the trades this year has been insane and really unexpected. And who knows to see if a player like – a Jadavion Clowney could just be uh, stolen away from the Seahawks, um, but as far as that goes, I I am not really sure yet. This it's too early to tell, and contract disputes happen, and unpleasant unpleasant uh, players pop up every once in a while. But I think that I'm I'm looking forward to next year. I'm not sure how I'm gonna how I'm gonna be looking forward to every Sunday. At least the Chargers have a bye this week to to reminisce and not break our hearts. Yeah, we can't lose next week because we're not playing. But um, I just want to piggyback off what you said about Nazir Adderley. Um, Chargers tend to draft guys that don't play their first year and ball out the next year. Mike Williams, we've seen him, Mike Williams. And we've seen, um, we've seen him with uh, – there's another player I can't get my finger on. Uh, Melvin Gordon was injured a little bit. No, who am I thinking of? There's another player that didn't really play their first 
year. Oh, who, um, am I, who am I thinking of? Maybe it was Joey Bosa a little bit. He had a little contract dispute that happened. Yeah, but Chargers always find diamonds in the rough in the second, third round. So I'm real excited to see. And I'm really excited to break down the, the Chargers NFL draft board. So that's going to be coming up soon. A lot of more college stuff. But overall, um, you know, it's a tough loss. We're still diehard fans. And uh, we're still there. We're still at the watch party after the loss. Um, great turnout. Thank you for everyone showing up again. Um, but Lucas, where can they find you on social media? Come talk with me, Chargers Football, on Twitter at SugarFreeLucas and on Instagram, Lucas underscore Reyes. And you go ahead and follow me, Sports Guy David, on any social media outlet. Um, I'm popping on Twitter and Instagram. I have a lot of exciting stuff. I still have one more announcement. I'm not going to announce yet. Um, almost. I'm almost going to announce it. But um, a watch party at New- my New York Pizza in Fontana off the foothill right, right next to the, river, uh, the DMV. It's right there. Awesome place. Great service, great food, and, of course, I'm going to be there. So um, every away game, we'll be there. We have a bye week. Um, it's Lucas's 21st birthday. I'm going to be in Georgia. We're going to have a little <laughs> break. But we're still going to be doing fantasy football, all that fun stuff. So there you have it. Um, go ahead and follow the Fantasy Sports Cave. We're covering the Clippers. The Clippers are playing without Kawhi Leonard. How can they do? They got Paul George. It's going to be fun. Um, I can't wait. NBA season is in full swing. NFL season, we're still hanging in there. So, uh, well, Sports Guy David and Lucas Reyes, I'm out.